Doctor Who Fan Podcast, episode number 11. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Doctor Who Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And it has been a while, Stephanie. Yes, it has. But we're going to try to catch up with folks, let them know where we are in the Series 4 episodes of Doctor Who. And we have an announcement that we want to make, and uh, let's get it started. So, Stephanie, how you doing? I'm all right. So, uh, you know, it's been a couple months since we've released an episode of the Doctor Who Fan Podcast, and the emails continue to come in week after week after week saying, hey, did you guys abandon Doctor Who or what's going on? So uh, the answer to that question, of course, is no, we have not. Lost came back on. That's what happened to Doctor Who. Exactly. Lost did come back on. Lost trumps all. Lost does trump all. At the GSPN studios. This is correct. And so Lost came back. And of course, what happened was, as people are aware now, uh, well, let's see, maybe not everybody's aware, but I had uh, quit my job in insurance after 11 years to pursue podcasting and new media full time as a career. And with that came along a lot of other consulting jobs that I had to work on. I've been doing a lot in selling podcast audio equipment to help, you know, make ends meet. And of course, we've been looking for ways to monetize and to make a living from the content that we produce. And so um, obviously we have a total of about 18, 19 shows that we currently produce. And Doctor Who is one of them. And what happened was, is we have this thing, and and we'll get right into Doctor Who in just a moment, I promise. But one of the things I just want to let you guys know is that we started this thing called the Plus Membership for GSPN.TV. And Plus Membership is where uh, if you are a Plus member for our podcasting network, you get access to every episode of every podcast that we produce here. And for people who are not Plus members, then we still give away a lot of free content, but we've decided that only some of the episodes of many of our podcasts will be available for free. Well, we currently have, and I I need to update the website. We just jumped up. I think we're at 136 Plus members now after just doing this for about two and a half months. And so we have made some great grounds there, still quite not quite enough to pay the bills for the mortgage and to take care of my wife and my three children. But uh, we're still making ends meet. And what we did or what I did is I did a survey of all the hundred and some odd people at the time when I did the survey of what it was that what were the shows that they like to listen to? Look at what are you smiling for? Survey says. Survey says. <laughs> it's just what popped into my head. Exactly. Survey said Doctor Who right at the bottom. I, it was so sad. I'm like, oh, come on. I love Doctor Who. But we had, you know, th- things being what they are, we have to put our priorities in place where they need to be. And so the thing is, is, you know, we've been focusing on the other shows that are bringing in the income. So what we wanted to announce to you guys is that we are looking to bring Doctor Who, the fan podcast back, as well as bringing it back weekly on a consistent schedule. 
The only thing we're going to do, though, however, is this episode is going to be free. And the next episode that we produce will be available for plus members only on the Doctor Who Fan Podcast Plus Member Only feed. And for people who are plus members, you guys don't have to do anything. You'll, of course, be able to get all of them. Right. If you're not a plus member, all you need to do is go to gspn.tv slash plus. And if you become a plus member, let me know that it's the Doctor Who Fan Podcast that's caused you to want to become a plus member. And that will help us to make sure that we bump this up on the priority list. So with that, Stephanie, I do want to say to the folks out there that we have already, uh, prior to today, watched the first three episodes of Doctor Who Series 4. We have. And, of course, the first one we're going to cover here tonight is going to be, um, oh, that's not right. Let's see here. There we go. It was Partners in Crime which is the first real, in my mind, the first real episode with Donna as the doctor's assistant. It is, right. And so do you want to introduce what happens in this episode? Do you kind of remember? It's been a while since, since we saw it. It has, I think. How the didn't doctor... did watch this like, on the plane? To Robert's to... wedding. Yes. Was it? Okay, yeah. wow. That okay. was a while ago. Long while ago. Anyway, um... What I remember about this is that Donna and the doctor are both looking into something. Mm-hmm. The doctor, because he knows that something's not right, but Donna, because she's trying to find the doctor. Yes, the doctor, and she has been seeking keep, out the she doctor. She has been seeking him out, and they just keep missing each other, and I absolutely love that. And um, I remember the, there was the really cool part where... Um, he's on the outside of the building at the window and she's on the other side of the office door and, and they can see each other. Th- and anyway, it's just really adorable when they first um, see each other again and they're trying to to talk to each other, but just using the the mouth movements because obviously... And facial expressions. Yeah. Um, and of course, they're tr- not trying not to be seen by the people... By the people in who, the office. In the room. Yeah. And so... It, Yes, that was a great scene. And of mm-hmm. course, uh, the the lady that's the, I guess, the culprit, or what do you call that? The uh, the bad person. I, uh, the, I think the, she, was she was called the, the, the nanny. nanny. The nanny, yes. Mm-hmm. So anyway, she, of course, is like, uh, can I help you? I mean, hello, <laughs> am I interrupting something here? Right. So um, the marshmallow fat guys. They weren't marshmallows. They were just fat. They, and I love when Donna says it. Um, when they're all, you know, coming up um, into the sky, when they're going into the the spaceship or whatever. And she says, I'm waving at fat. <laughs> yeah, what's up with that? I'll tell you what I'm going to do. They were cute little fat guys, though. They were. My fat ain't that cute. <laughs> Nor is mine. I'm trying to melt my fat away. Yeah. So. Don't you wish you just had a pill that you could take? That no, would make not it after like... seeing this episode, <laughs> yeah, I, I know, don't. Me neither. Not really there, Steph. <laughs> I think I'll continue to walk my asking. five miles every day. I was just asking. All right. Well, thanks for asking. All right. What we're going to do, since it has been so long, I'm going to queue up a clip from the show Hello. just to kind of uh, give us a little starting point of, of a scene from this episode that we can kind of talk about. Okay. Okay. This is where Donna comes home and we get to meet mom for the first time. How old am I? Not old enough to use a phone. I thought you were only moving back for a 
couple of weeks. Look at you. I mean, you're never going to find and Of course, they're showing this time this. shifted. It's no good sitting there, dressed up, looking like you're jumping. You've got to do something. It's not the, like the 1980s. No one's unemployed these days except you. <laughs> no wonder she left. No days. And then you walk out. I have other plans. Well, I've not seen them. And it's no good sitting there dreaming. No one's going to come along with a magic wand and make your life all better. Nobody's going to come right. with a magic wand and make, make your, your life, life all better. But it could be a magic blue box. It could be a magic blue box. It could be. And so um, what is it with the writers of this show that has some, I mean, it, it, I mean, you had Rose and it had her mom, right. her, her mom, I her should mom. say. Um, and then you had um, Martha and then, oh my gosh, was her mom annoying. And now we have we have little Miss Chatty Box there. She, she is she's a not super ch- nag. She's degrading. She's a super nag. She is horrible, and I I, I would want to get away also. But I think that maybe that is the common link. But <laughs> sorry, something. <laughs> I don't know how I'm supposed to focus. We've been we I, have been uh, visited by. A child that should be in bed who we are going to pause for just a moment. Yes. So that well, we can. Well, I just re- want to explain to people why I'm having a hard time focusing. Why? It's because she has climbed up onto the arm of my chair and is positioned herself and she's smacking me on the back as to get my attention. And so I'm like having a hard time focusing. Right. So we are going to, we'll come back and talk a little bit more about uh, Mommy Nag about Mommy Nag in just a moment. And uh, we'll be right back after these messages. Wait. Alrighty, we're back. We got them in bed again. All right. So where were we, Steph? We were talking about nag and mom. Oh, yes, 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 yes. That's right. And I think that that may be why all of these girls are so anxious to get away. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, That might be their common link as to why. Why it's easy to leave home. Easy to leave. Mm -hmm. Leave the world behind. Uh, Because, of course, you know, Martha. Oh, we can't talk about that because. (laughs) Whoops. All right. Enough said there. Um, (laughs) Anyway. So, uh, crud, we just watched that one today, didn't we? Yeah. All right. So, um, but Martha was so willing to leave. Rose was so willing to leave. Exactly. Um, Donna sought him out. Well, exactly. She had been with Donna. And, and what's really cool in this episode is her, her, it's not her dad, it's her it's grandfather. Her mm-hmm. We don't know what happened to dear old dad, but, uh, you know, he's not in the picture, which again is something that is, um, you know, central to the story with uh, right. Martha as well. I mean, now we saw Dad and we've got to know Dad, but uh, in when Martha left initially to be with the doctor, Dad what really wasn't in the picture all that much because there was the divorce and he was with the younger lady that right. he had and Rose left his didn't mom. have a dad either. Her dad had died. Oh yes, see, lots of correlation here. So, um, you know, now of course. Um, you know, now what I, I don't I don't want to say anything stupid or ignorant here, but it, <laughs> you know, far be it for me to put my foot in my mouth. <sighs> but it seems to me that both Rose and and Martha were were a bit younger, you know, yes. and and so here we have Donna, who's not necessarily as young as they were. Is is that delicate enough? I think so. Okay. 
because I don't, I don't want to get any hate mail. But, uh, you know, it, it, and of course, we got to wait until we get to I that episode see, to talk about that. I don't think you can get hate mail because it, it, it's a fact. She she appears to be older. Older. Gotcha. Except for in that one She's children's old. program that she She's did where she was older. a student. Yeah, that was funny. What? No, that am I a bother or what is I don't know what she was saying anyway. So let's move on to another clip because okay. we obviously learn, and I think this is cool because I think we're going to come back to mom again in the future. I just have this crazy hunch, okay? But it was it was kind of neat to be introduced to Donna's mom and get a little background on Donna. So let's move on to our next clip. Here's oh, Donna right. with her grandfather. Here comes to board ships, huh? Permission granted. Was she nagging you? <laughs> Big time. <laughs> oh, your thermos. Oh, top. You seen anything? Yeah, I've got Venus. Yeah, with an apparent magnitude of minus 3.5 at least. That's what it says in my little book. Yeah, come and see. Come on. There you go. Right. That's the only planet in the solar system Named after a woman. Good for her. How far away is that? Oh, it's about 26 million miles. But we'll get there one day. In 100 years' time, we'll be striding out amongst the stars, jingling about with all them aliens. Just you wait. <laughs> you really believe in all that stuff, don't you? <laughs> We're all over the place these days. If I wait here long enough... I suppose you've seen a little blue box. Is that slang for something? <laughs> no. I mean it. If you ever see a little blue box flying up there in the sky, you shout for me, Gramps. Oh, you just shout. <laughs> Do you know, I don't understand half the things you say these days. No, me. No, fair dues. You've had a funny old time a bit lately. And I was poor old, what's his name, Lance, bless him. That balmy old Christmas. I wish you'd tell us what really happened. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and pause it there. Now, what's really interesting here is um, a couple things. Number one, Grandpa obviously is a stargazer. And dreams of the future when they're, you know, when the human race will be out gallivanting among the stars and corresponding or, you know, living life among aliens. Right. And all of these things. And he totally believes that. And, you know, of course, for me, it's been so long since we've seen series three. And I I can't even believe I'm actually calling it series three now uh, instead of season three. But, uh, oh, can I, can I just break in here real quick and... And share with uh, something with the listeners. I suppose so. Sure. All right. Hold on one second. Now would seem as good a time as any. All right. So anyway, I figure if there's any podcast that we produce that might have some British listeners over in the UK, um, I am certain that this podcast would attract some of them. And so um, over in the UK, you guys have this service that's out there. It's called BT Vision, which is digital television, I guess. And you guys buy this box and you get over-the-air digital television. And they send out this thing called On... Well, it's called the On Magazine for BT Vision. 
And if you are a member or if you are if you are a subscriber to BT Vision and you get their little on magazine, which is, I guess, like an equivalent of a TV guide for the July slash August 2008, which is issue number five of the BT Vision on magazine. I want to ask you guys to open it up and look on page 12 and on the top left hand corner. If you want to find out what I look like, I am there. And uh, they did a exclusive interview with me, and also they talked to some other folks uh, about the TV show Lost. And we were a podcast uh, for a weekly Lost podcast that they wanted to talk to to get information about what we do and and stuff like that. And so that's really cool. It was very cool. But anyway, I, what I was saying is that you know since series three it, and series two. I guess I kind of forget about all these things that have been happening, you know, with a big, huge, what was it, like a dirigible-looking thing uh, from Series 1 that hit Big Ben, kind of crashed into the clock and landed into the Thames. You remember that? And then, of course, all these other Christmas specials where all kinds of horrible things have been happening around the city of London. And, And so, well, duh, no wonder he believes in aliens. Because he knows something's up. He's heard about these things. He believes in these things. And, of course, now he even his daughter was involved in a lot of this stuff that's happened, especially around her wedding and everything else. Granddaughter. I'm sorry, yes, I, exactly, his granddaughter. And, he, and she, she can't quite share everything that's gone on, but he knows. He knows. Yeah. And I think that that's kind of a neat background. You know, if, mm-hmm. I, if, if anything, it gives her that, you know, somebody... You know, Gramps would understand if I went star, you know, if I went gallivanting around the galaxy and it kind of gives her somebody to give her maybe a little permission in her mind that it's okay, It's acceptable to do this. Gramps would be so proud. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I kind of I kind of dug that. What do you think? No, I agree with you. Cool. Um, That's it. All righty. Well, let's move on to our next clip. Tie me up. What sort of a country do you think this is? Oh, it's a beautifully fat country. Now, believe me, I've travelled a long way to find obesity on this scale. So come on then, Miss Foster. Those pills, what are they? Well, you might as well have a scoop, since you'll never see it printed. This is the spark of life. And what's that supposed to mean? Officially, the capsule attracts all the fat cells and flushes them away. Well, it certainly attracts them, that part's true. But it binds the fat together and galvanizes it to form a body. Well, what do you mean? A body? A body. I'm surprised you never asked about my name. I chose it well. Foster. As in foster mother. And these... Are my children. Are my children. Are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) What the hell is that? Adipose. It's called an adipose made out of living fat. I don't understand. From ordinary humans. And of course, there we have the scene where the doctor and Donna see each other. But adipose, this little tiny creature made out of fat. Living fat. Living fat. But the thing is, is how can you take, I mean, how do the writers of the show and then the creators of the set and then the design 
and all these other things. How do they take something like this creature that is quote unquote f- body fat, cellulite, and they turn it into the most adorable? I know it's cute little creature. It is the cute. I I must say, by far, hands down, this has to be in all the seasons of all the Doctor Who's the cutest little monsters. Or aliens. Well, they're not the monsters. I'm she sorry. Is. Okay. The cutest aliens okay. that have ever been portrayed. Well, are they aliens, though? Would they? I mean. Hmm. I think once my fat becomes alive <laughs> and escapes my body, it's an alien. I'm telling you, it looked like a little marshmallow thing. It reminds <laughs> me It reminds me of a marshmallow that's been a little slightly roasted over a fire not quite blackened yet but kind of mushy yeah that's not fair why because marshmallows are my favorite i know but that's what it looks like anyway it does not look like a marshmallow with arms okay you don't think so no all right but i do like that scene where they see each other for the first time it is awesome here we go This is where Mrs. Foster pulls out her own sonic screwdriver. And of course, the doctor pulls out his. Hold on, hold on, we can get him through the window. Deadlock the building. Alrighty. One thing that I do remember about this scene and about about the in this episode is the fact that she has a sonic screwdriver, which I think is fascinating. It's the right. first time I've ever seen somebody else with one of the doctor's toys, other than the master who, of course, we've seen his TARDIS. Right. Oh, and I think the Ronnie. Mark of the Ronnie. I think the Ronnie had a TARDIS as well. But anyway, this sonic screwdriver. I've never seen anybody else with the sonic screwdriver before. I don't even think I've seen the master with the sonic screwdriver. I could be wrong. But anyway, she's got a sonic screwdriver. It was cool. I I associated that with being a Time Lord tool or something. But I guess maybe maybe not. not. But what frustrates me about this, this episode is that at the end, doesn't he just toss it in the trash? Do you, I don't remember. I'm almost positive he took it and tossed it in the trash. That's just crazy. Anyway, um, anything else that you want to mention about this scene here? Um, no. Nope. No. No. Okay. I like. Well, wait. I do yeah. like when um, she. Okay, so Miss Foster um, makes that. What's that thing called that they're in the window cleaner thing? Uh the the lift. Okay. Anyway, the lift on the outside of the building that that the guys used to clean the scaffolding, windows, whatever. Um, so they get in it and they're going down. Mm-hmm. Well, she says, "I don't think so." It makes it go faster, right? right. We we heard all that. Right. Well, it's not really talking, but we heard all that. So then, when he stomps it and they can't get out, she cuts the cable, mm-hmm. and then Donna ends up dangling from a piece. Oh, yes. And she says, I should have stayed home. No doubt. <laughs> and I, I just, I love that. I like Donna. She's funny. Donna is funny. All right. So let's see what else we can find in this episode to kind of help jog our memory of things that we watched in it. 
Alrighty. When you say nursery, you don't mean a crashy night in hell. Nursery ship. So basically, we see the ship come by. And uh, what's amazing is that Grandpa is looking up at the sky and he misses. Completely misses it. The ship got, for yeah. that's coming for the adipose. Children. Oh, my children, behold. I am taking you home. Far across the galaxy, your new mummies and daddies are waiting. And you will fly. And then we get the real E.T. moment. Up you go, babies. Up you go. They, they are really cute. They are adorable. She's wired up the tower block to convert it into a levitation box. So I can't remember. Why was it such a big deal that they take the fat away? Jeez. I don't remember. I... It's been so long ago. It really has. The children need me. So there's literally, I'd say, hundreds of thousands of little adipose fat blobblings. Fat flying. They're just children. They can't know where they came from. Oh, that makes a change from last time. That Martha must have done you good. That Martha must have done you good. Oh, she did, yeah. yeah. She did. She fancied me. She, she fancied me? I didn't catch that the first time. She fancied me. Aw, look at him. <laughs> I'm waving it fat. That was diet plan. It sort of works. There she is. Oh, there she is. She looks like Mary Poppins. Yeah. Oh, I don't think so, Doctor. And if I never see you again, it'll be too soon. Oh, why does no one ever listen? I'm trying to help. Just get across to the roof. Can you shift the levitation beam? What? So that you can arrest me? Just listen. I saw the Adiposian instructions. They know it's a crime. Breeding on Earth. So what's the one thing they want to get rid of? Their accomplice. I'm far more than that. I'm Nanny. To all these children. Exactly. Mum and Dad have got the kids now. They don't need the nanny anymore. Uh-oh. I love the look on her face. <laughs> when she realizes that he's right. That, why doesn't anybody listen to me? And the splat me? at the end of the... Yes, the splat. Aww. Oh, they sad. <laughs> they lost their nanny. Yeah, they didn't mourn her long. No. Anyway... So yes, this was. Oh, you see, I told you he throws it in the trash. You two, you're just mad. Do you hear me? Mad, and I'm going to report you for madness. Alrighty, so that was. See, some people just can't take it, <laughs> <laughs> and some people can. Donna. I love this. I love it. She's already packed. She's the only one who's ever had a change of clothes. No weather. It goes anywhere. I've got to be prepared. You've got a, a 
The hat box. Plenty of the hats already. <laughs> Don't need injections, do I? You know, like when you go to Cambodia, is there any of that? Because my friend Vina went to Bahrain and. She... Uh oh. You're not saying much? No, it's just. Nobody's ever brought luggage before. <laughs> no doubt. It's funny old life. In the TARDIS. You don't want me. I'm not saying that. But you asked me. Would you rather be on your own? No. Actually, no. But... The last time... With Martha, like I said, it... It got complicated. That was all my fault. I just want a mate. <laughs> you just want to mate. I just want a mate. <laughs> You're not mate with me, sunshine. A mate. I want a mate. You're just as well because I'm not having any of that nonsense. I mean, you're just a long streak of nothing. You know, alien nothing. There we are then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I ain't having none of that. Who's going now? I love it. <laughs> I'm just... Corky. What? I my mom's oh, and so there we have it. There we have it. She leaves the keys for her mom. She calls her and tells her where the car is. Where and to find the keys. She and the Which doctor. Doesn't she, when she's dropping the keys in the box, doesn't uh -huh. she pass? Was it Rose? Oh, whoa, whoa. Are you right? Or were... I think... Are you... I think so. Let's see. It's been... Yes, yes. Right here. There she is. She's right here. Tell her that been there. Right, it'll make sense. That been there. There she is. She's going to turn around. That's Rose. Yes, it is. Huh. So is that Rose before the doctor meets her? Do you Ooh. think? It has to be, right? <gasps> no, she disappears. She vanishes. How did that happen? I don't know. I'm glad you remember that because I completely forgot. Off we go then. Here Off it is. we go. The TARDIS. It's bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. Oh, I know all that bit. <laughs> Although, frankly, you could turn the heat up. What? Oh, God. <laughs> so, whole wide universe. Where do you want to go? Oh, I know exactly the place. Which is? Two and a half miles that way. She wants to show Pat. She Grimm. opens the door and waves it. Oh, waves that's the right. Gramps. Yep. Here we go. Which is weird because... Oh, okay, so he does stop it from spinning. She waves. That was a good episode. That was a good episode. That was a really good episode.
so that was the season opener, right? That was the season opener. So and that, of that course, was really good. Yes, um, it was. So, um, yeah, I mean, we had it's gosh, it's been months since we've watched that, but it, I'm you know going through thumb through it. Obviously, I remembered the rose thing. You so did. I'm you. I am I, very proud of you for uh, for uh, remembering all that good stuff. But so yes, we've watched this one. Um, I was so I was shockingly surprised that Donna didn't get on my nerves. Donna. Donna. Mm-hmm. It, it's funny because I have to say Donna. Right. Donna. Right. Anyway. Um, you know, when we watch Doctor Who a lot, I find myself um, talking to our kids like, off we go. <laughs> you know, like saying exactly. those kinds of phrases. Of course, the kids were talking about going to the loo Of course, loo when earlier. I watched Dora, they were. <laughs> <laughs> they, um, were they were having a kick out of the song, Skip to the Loo. Skip to the Yeah. <laughs> it was, <laughs> uh, that was funny. Anyway. Yes. So um, that is our review of the season four, I'm sorry, series four, episode yes. one of Doctor Who, which was called Partners in Crime. Stephanie, I give it a four out of five stars, mm-hmm. and which good. is good. I mean, it wasn't like the best episode ever, but it was pretty good. I mean, it was it was enjoyable. It was better than the creepy spider one that, that Donna was in. Was that oh, the yes. Christmas? That was yes, just that, gross. Yeah, that was gross. <laughs> All right. I ate anything with little bugs in it. That's just disgusting. Exactly. Well, folks, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up here. Uh, the next episode of the Doctor Who Fan Podcast will be out within the next week. And uh, it Covered will be... the Pompeii episode, right? Yes, exactly. However, it will be a plus member only podcast. You do have a great memory. So uh, if you are interested in keeping up with the Doctor Who Fan Podcast on a weekly basis, go to gspn.tv slash plus. If you have any additional questions, email me, feedback at gspn.tv. And until next time, join the community.